This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. Next on the Cascade Hiker Podcast, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, Rudy. This is Autumn, and I'm from Sacramento, California. Right on. Well, uh, disclaimer, I've been kind of uh, going through, and it's been fun to talk to some some folks I've already talked to before and uh, kind of update and see what's going on. And, and, and you were on once before, Autumn, and... We talked about story. Uh, can you kind of go in and, and, and tell us, tell listeners what's going on with story? Yeah. So Story Grace just turned five and she um, was born severely disabled. She has chromosomal abnormalities, microcephaly. Um, she's legally deaf blind. She doesn't walk, talk, or eat by mouth. She's got some other things going on, osteoporosis and kidney disease. She's pretty fragile. Um, so, but she's just a happy, sweet little girl. She smiles all the time and, um, but she has a lot to overcome. Yeah. And, uh, what's, what's kind of, have you, have you made a connection with the outdoors? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we started, oh gosh, a couple years ago, we started hiking and backpacking and just really want, I wanted to get my kids out in the, in the outdoors. I just believe, um, it's a great way to build confidence and teach self-reliance. And um, it really gets us grounded and a new perspective on life. So um, I started <laughs> taking all the kids, five children, I have four boys, um, started taking us all hiking and then backpacking. And so we go out overnight and it's been pretty amazing for us. Yeah, that's good. Well, can you kind of describe um, how that would be? taking uh well of course you know your your other four boys uh they're older and and man they look you know everything every time i see them uh kind of through your social media they just they seem like they're very active kids and things but how is it different taking them out and taking story out into the woods yeah well the boys are very active that could actually be an understatement (laughs) um they just love to go and they're busy and this is a great way for them to interact with nature and just, they can just be free and be kids and just play and run and yell to their heart's content. And it's, we're not disturbing anyone. We're not bothering anyone. And it's been really great for them. And, um, but it's busy. I mean, trying to get five children headed in the same direction for anyone isn't actually that all that easy, you know? And so, um, you know, just getting out of the house, it's a lot of work. It's not um, its not a cakewalk, but it has been worth it for us. And, you know, with Story Grace, um, she's got a lot more supplies that need to be loaded up. And we have to have the feeding pump. We have to have syringes. I have to haul water. I need food for her. Um, you know, we can't just stop. You know, oh, I forgot something. Let's just stop in and pick up a little extra food here or there. That's not how it works. And so, um, it's, you know, it's a lot of added, um, you know, things to the checklist to pick all her little goodies up that she's got to have. And same with the boys, you know, I have tried, like, this has been actually so great training, like, okay, boys, what do you need to have? 
and they are working on gathering all their stuff on their own too but it's just kind of been a slow learning process and it takes quite a while to get ready and get out there but um, it's been something that I've been kind of dedicated to make it happen yeah that's good um then when you talk about like because I know one thing that we talked about before was uh just how detailed it is uh to kind of like before you know when you first started getting out in the woods to feed story grace out there mm-hmm. yeah well um yeah that was a huge problem i was running into was how do i because right now well in the past i have made all her food from scratch i um cook everything and then you have to blend it in the blender add fluid you know, water, and then you have to keep it refrigerated. So how am I going to backpack and wear her, wear all my gear, and then also carry this big, heavy thing of liquid and keep it refrigerated? It's not really possible. So what um, I have done for us to allow her and I and now other families is I have formulated – a freeze-dried food. It's a powder. So now not only is it lightweight um, and it's shelf-stable, it is very healthy. Typically a commercial, they call it enteral formula, which is um, food that's fed via feeding tube. Typically um, a commercial enteral formula has 50% sugar added. It is not healthy, which is why I have to make you know that's why i make everything myself is because her health depends on eating well you know you are what you eat is what they always say and i want to feed this child well i want her to live you know a lot of you know my doctor said the reason why these kiddos pass away is secondary issues pneumonia diabetes other things going on so my biggest priority is to keep her healthy and well so you know these other commercial formulas I just knew they would not cut it for her. They have 50%, like one of the top, here's the top ingredients, water, maltodextrin, which is corn syrup, milk protein, more sugar, oils, and then, you know, we want it to be healthy, so we're going to add a vitamin. Mm-hmm. That's what they feed these kids and adults, two-fed people, like your most fragile members of society, that's what they eat every day, all day, for years on end. Well, I knew that's not the way I was going to feed my daughter. So I started making her food from scratch and blending it and giving it to her. But it's it's not easy, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you got to haul a blender. I mean, I travel home to Illinois to see my family, and I'm trying to, you know, freeze the liquid or put it in a hot thermos so I can have it on the plane. And then what happens if we run out? What if we're delayed? What am I going to do? You know, I don't have a way to just – hey, I'll pick something up at the store to feed her, you know? So um, it's really been a challenge for me and for thousands of other families out there. It's how do we feed our kids well and still give them a quality of life? Um, it's, it hasn't been easy. So what I've done is I've made a food that has, you know, fruits, vegetables, seeds, so you get your healthy fats, your omega-3s, you know, good protein, you know, a nice um, grain. It's, um, it's been an interesting process, but it's something that was important 
not just for Story Grace, but for our entire family. It's important for her, for her health, but it's also important for us so that we all have quality of life. We can all get out there. We can all keep moving. And it's just really been an answer to prayer for us. Wow. Can you talk a little bit about uh, now? Remember, I'm coming this from from a point of ignorance because I've never had to sure. uh, to do this. So now, is is flavor an issue? Does Story Grace does she have? Uh, yeah. You know, like, uh, I don't know no. how that works. So no. So mostly when I okay, the boys and I every once in a while tr- will try the foods we've made for her. Yeah. Um, and it's they're disgusting, right? It's like <laughs> you've got your chicken and your vegetables and your fruits all blended in the blender and it is not appetizing but when i am making this powdered formula it actually is pretty tasty i just had some i so you can drink it as a shake um also if you want so for me i was just had some for lunch and you can drink it as a shake or you could do it as a a smoothie bowl I know like the acai bowls are pretty popular right now and it's the same thing. It's so amazing. And so I've loved, like I'm feeling my daughter's food now. It's kind of funny, but um, <laughs> it's actually, it's very tasty. And so, but it's not a big sweet thing, of course, because I don't add any sugar, you know, and, and it's fruits and vegetables, little quinoa and the seeds, but it's a little, this for this one, it has a little slightly sweet and a tad tart. So it's a really great, like, wholesome, healthy product for not just Story Grace, but the boys or me. So when we go backpacking or hiking, I could literally take one package and all of us could share it. It's been pretty handy. But typically for Tubi's, um, you know, taste isn't that big of a deal. So Tubi's, uh, is that... That's kind of slang for, for eating out of the yes. tubes. And, I mean, it almost That's, sounds derogatory yeah. if I was to use it, right? No, no. It's like it's like a sweet little, these are our tubies. These are the ones we love. And they're tube fed. So that's how a lot of tube fed people re- refer to their tube fed loved one. It's a okay. They're a <laughs> All right. Well, it is a cute name, but I just, you know, sometimes those, those uh, can become derogatory. So I don't want to use the wrong no. terminology. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that, uh, the flavor. So, um, and then and then these bags, of course, you know, this is such a, a, a unique item. So, I mean, I don't know how many people listen to this or uh, have a to be at home type thing, uh, but but just out of curiosity, what does that bag have as far as like serving size? You know, because um, it looks like a pretty big bag. Yeah, it's actually it's a one pound bag. It has two thousand calories in it. And for tube-fed people, it's important to get a lot of calories in. That's a big thing um, that we want for them. So this, we say it's, you know, five servings of 400 calories. And then, um, you know, it's nut-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, egg-free. You know, it's free of the top eight allergens. And the thing that makes it so amazing is a lot of um, foods out there, they're heated to a high temperature and they lose a lot of their nutritional value. Well, what I've loved about this is our seeds are cold processed. The fruits and vegetables are freeze dried to protect the nutritional integrity of the food. So, I mean, we've got, you know, our fruits, our sunflower seeds, all that. It really, when you freeze dry a product, it retains 96 to 98% of the nutritional value, which is doing very, very well. Nice. Um, what about... Uh 
what about Story Grace? Um, can you kind of talk a little bit? Because I, I know um, one thing that just just really blew me away when you were talking about her uh, on our first conversation, and I'm kind of curious how she's doing now. Um, was her, you know, just her size and kind of where she's at physically? Yeah, well, when you and I spoke last time, she was just this tiny little thing. I think she's probably 17 pounds. And now she has just grown. She's at 29 pounds. So she's still small, but she has really, she has really just taken off and she's done so well. And um, it's, it's been amazing to see her growth this year. She's really, she started crawling and it's just the most precious little thing to see her crawl. It's a very deliberate, adorable little crawl across the room. And um, it's nice to see her finally desiring something and heading in the direction of her, of her little objects that she wants. So she, and she's just like, she's been a lot more at peace and content. It's been, it's really been a great year for her. And I am just so grateful because she's had a lot of hard years, you know? Yeah. And I think, uh, I think some people could hear that. And I know, uh, it's, it's hard to tell when, when you don't see, you know, like I, I'll, I'll see some pictures and I know she just had her fifth birthday and, um, you know, it's hard to kind of tell over a podcast, but, um, can now where, cause when you, when you talk so positively, um, but she still has a lot of issues, right? Yeah, she does. Like, you know, and I'll be honest, I really struggle when it's her birthday. I get really sad. And I know people are like, Autumn, you should be happy. She's another year older. I mean, we were told that she would live one to two years. And so it's, um, it is a blessing. Every birthday, every year is an absolute blessing. But on the other hand, when you, when I, you know, I'm kind of used to it and I really don't focus on it. I try, like, that is what I do. I, I want to be positive. I just want to be so grateful for her and who she is and what she brings to our life because she enriches our life so much. But when it comes up to her birthday every year, I just, I start seeing all the other little, okay, five-year-olds and her, you know, PK, kindergarten, and we're still in the infant stage kind of. You know, mm. and it can be really heartbreaking to think, okay, I've got a five-year-old and we're still in the three-month range for speech, you know? Okay, yeah. three months. Okay. That's tough to hear. And they just um, did a lot of, you know, some evaluations on her and she's kind of like a six-month-old is what her range is. And to have you know, wanted a, a daughter for so long. I have four boys, you know, and <laughs> I wanted a daughter for so long and just think like, you know, you dream of the, having the tea parties with her and um, having little friends over and having them play. And she doesn't have friends over, right? She doesn't interact with anyone. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. It, it tears me up. And, um, I, and I, I decided to just let myself kind of mourn. I know that in November I'm going to be sad and I'm going to grieve her and for her, you know, you know, we want awesome things for our child, but I, I have to remind myself and I do this all the time and it, it's the truth. She's so happy. She's just at peace. She's content. 
And so that's what I choose to focus on is just, I'm so grateful that she's happy. I'm so grateful she's at peace. She's got this peaceful little world where she's got these brothers that dote on her constantly and people that love her and she's just content. And so I'm very grateful for that. Uh, That's so amazing. Um, You know, talking about talking about your boys, her brothers, um, you know, when we first talked and and she was 17 pounds and you're, uh, you know, hauling her up uh, with a backpack on and she's in your front and, uh, you you know, it seems like her brothers are old enough to start carrying her around, too. Right. (laughs) That's right. Let's tell them to pack her. Yeah. (laughs) No, they they will carry her a little bit around the house. But, um, you know, as they're growing, she's actually gaining on them quite a bit so um <laughs> you know she's gained over 10 pounds in the last year so she had this huge jump um and they so they probably wouldn't carry her but in the future i definitely see that oh my gosh the boys will be there for her and they'll be able to pack her a little bit and they definitely like when we backpack now and we camp um they carry a lot of her items which is such a huge help oh that's great yeah and uh they, yeah, I mean, that was kind of one of the things you talked about before is that it, just how everybody kind of works together. And, and, um, I think honestly in a family setting like you have, uh, that's just almost a, it's got to happen that way. Right. I mean, everybody has to work together and, you know, I, I don't know how it is to be in a uh, house with somebody with, uh, you know, such a, a hard thing to deal with in my eyes. Yeah, no, yeah, the boys, they do work together, and they they love their sister, and they do it on her. Um, someone was just recently in our home, and, they, and they're like, oh, my gosh, your boys are busy. I'm like, yeah, but they sure love their sister, don't they? They take such good care of her, and I'm like, absolutely. They just, um, that's one of the things that I've been really grateful for is having the boys that are willing and want to help her and they want to entertain with her and they want to play with her. And it's, it's been really great to have. I'm like, this is why God gave me four boys to help me care for story. Great. Ah, that's good. (laughs) You know, keeps us all busy. She keeps us on our toes for sure. Yeah. And, and so are you guys still getting out a lot uh, into the woods or or is that, I don't know. I think a lot of times uh, backpacking or hiking in general can, kind of come and go in lives and especially as kids get older and that kind of thing and is that still right, something you guys are yeah. doing we are still getting out now not as much as we did the year before but a lot of that has been due to you know starting whole story meals i've been so busy the last year every it's like it has just really taken up so much of my time and my energy and focus and i keep thinking okay i'm just gonna get through this little push and then we'll get back to it and so it's been a little more of a push than I anticipated, but um, things it's taken up a lot of time. But it's um, but we still have like we went to Wyoming, the Bighorn um, Bighorns this summer, and spent a week there. And we go to Tahoe and camp a little bit. And now we definitely haven't been as active as we were last year. But you know what? I've been really excited that it's cooled off now because you know here it can be 110 degrees during the day in the summer and even the spring and the fall it can be so hot so now it's like we're going to get back out there and we've already been taking some hikes because it's cooled off so much and one thing I loved um, last Christmas and New Year's we would just load up we'd take hot chocolate we'd load up our thermos and 
we've taken a lot of hikes in the rain and it's been the most fun. I put rain gear on the kids and then we have our, you know, thermos of hot drinks and we go hike and we drink our hot chocolate. And then we're kind of like, you know, it's kind of chilly. We need to speed this up. We'll do a little jog down the trail. It's been, it was so fun. The boys just think it's a total adventure. Uh, that's good. Yeah. It's good to get out. You know, I, I, I think a lot of times too, you could just feel so, so cramped up at home and just kind of like, oh man, just get out. And I, that's the way I am. I know my daughters are that way. It's just like, even if it's not a hike, just get outside. Right. Yes. No, that's been, and for me, it's been so good. It just really resets my mind. And I feel like the boys have that too. Once we've been out, it's like we come home and life is so much calmer. They've been out and they've run and gotten to be in nature and it's really benefited us. Nice. Well, I wanted to talk uh, for the people that didn't hear our first conversation. I just kind of wanted to bring up the uh, the video that really actually brought my attention to you was the Merrill Magic um, video, and um, I, I believe it's still up. I just found it, and, and so it's at MerrillMagic.com. And, yeah, I mean, uh, can you just briefly kind of talk about that a little bit so people might want to go check that out? <laughs> sure. Yeah, um, last year – um, Shanti Hodges, the founder of Hike It Baby, she's like, oh, let's go for a hike together. Let's go backpacking. And I, oh, sure. I said, sure, that sounds fun. And so um, I thought I was just going with her, you know, and me and the kids and stuff. And But we get to our camping spot, and I'm shocked to see all these these cameras, like, pointed at us. And I thought, man, we're, we're in somebody's shot. We better scoot <laughs> out of here, you know. And then I find out that they had all planned this, Backpacker Magazine and Merrill Shoes um, got together with Shanti and they surprised us and filmed us for the day and gifted us with, oh my gosh, Merrill Shoes, Backpacker Magazine gave us tents and sleeping bags and all kinds of gear. It was absolutely amazing. And so we got to share Story Grace's story and talk to the boys a little bit and it was just oh my gosh it was such a surprise and such a sweet thing for my family it was so refreshing and um it's kind of it was a it was trail magic for sure yeah that's great yeah and it's it was a really fun video to watch and um i think anytime i would imagine that you uh you talk about story and and your family that um it's it's emotional and um maybe You've you've come to be able to talk about it and and that kind of thing, but for people just listening and 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 checking out that video or seeing you guys in public and um, it's even though it's not our you know issue per se to maybe use a strong word, um, but it, it's still very heartfelt, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it was a sweet video, and I really appreciated all that they did for our family and. I love sharing Story Grace's story with people. Um, you know, I think I mentioned this last time that we had, you know, there's a lot of people that don't understand. And I know they might be nervous talking to a mom of a child with a disability. You don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to hurt someone's feelings. But for me, I would rather someone attempt to engage me and talk to me about it and want to learn about my child than ignore me and not say anything. Um, for me, it's worse to be lonely than have someone kind of floundering around trying to find the right words. I, I am very gracious, and I hope 
I want to encourage other special needs families to be gracious to those that are trying to engage them and ask questions. And I understand, like, we don't want to hurt someone, but, um, you know, we definitely don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I knew before I had story, story grace, I didn't know how to ask these questions. Oh, what's wrong with them? You know, and that's not necessarily a bad question, but now I'm thinking, well, nothing's wrong with her. She's, you know, <laughs> I mean, she does have issues, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. I have learned to, you know, appreciate who she is, what she's, you know, and what she can do. And there's this kiddo, he was like, what's wrong with her? I'm glad I'm not like her. And he kept asking all these questions. Can she see what's wrong with her eyes? Oh, and I just kind of went through and I explained everything to him. I'm like, no, she has a blindness. And I explained each little thing to him. And in the end, you know, in the beginning, he was very kind of like hesitant and fearful and just like, ooh, that's weird. I'm glad I'm not like that. And I'm like, yeah, you were made whole. And it's, but by the end, I was said, and he was looking at her. He's like, but I said, look, she's looking at you and she's laughing because she can see, but not always process what she's seeing. So she could still kind of see him and smile. And he kind of was like, oh, yeah. And over that, little interaction at the end instead of being like ew yikes this is something weird I don't understand what's happening with her I'm gonna stay away or I don't want to be her now he's like oh yeah he's endeared toward her and I love to see like that transition in front of my face was so amazing and so powerful that now I just want to explain her to everyone and talk to you know, invite everyone into her story so that they can see her through my eyes and so that we can look and find the light and the love and the specialness of the person with a disability. And, you know, it does take getting to know someone. It does take asking some questions. And I just want to encourage the special needs families out there to, you know, and sometimes I know it's hard, but like, to be patient and understanding and let people ask their questions. And I want to encourage those that don't have special needs, like to go ahead and, you know, be supportive and say, Oh my gosh, look at that smile. She's so sweet or whatever it is. Find something, you know, to compliment about the special needs um, kiddo and just do it and go for it and try. And, you know, it's, I know it's not easy to have these conversations sometimes, but it's so important. Yeah. And actually, as you were talking, it kind of kind of made me think uh, but that little boy, uh, I believe you said it was, it was asking about. And um, I just thought, man, you know, a lot of times for adults, obviously, it's not as easy because they, they feel like they're going to say something wrong. But how about in the woods, though? I mean, every time I'm on a hike, I feel like I can have a, a more deep conversation. And uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's why you guys yeah. uh, like the trail so much. Absolutely. No, that has been really great for us is like being able to have the conversations that we do and even running into awesome people out in the woods. It's been so amazing. I love, you know, running into people and they're just like, they look at us and they're like, Oh my gosh, how are you doing this? And I'm so proud of you. And they make all these little comments. It's been really sweet, but yeah, for the boys and I, it's, it's really a time of having great conversation. There's no distractions out there and we just um, can open up to one another. Uh, Let's talk about the Whole Story Meals. Uh, talking about WholeStoryMeals.com. Is that where people are going to check out yeah. the product? 
Yeah, wholestorymeals.com, and then we're on Instagram at wholestorymeals as well. Right on. Yeah, I, uh, I'm on both, and um, I just encourage people to go there. Um, and you know what? Maybe we're all not uh, currently in need of this. Like you say, maybe we don't have a to-be-at-home kind of thing. But, uh, man, maybe eventually you'll know somebody and you kind of reach out. And uh, But go there to go there to see you and your family because you've got some really cute pictures of you and Story Grace on there. Uh, on your Instagram yeah. and and on the website as well, so I encourage. Right, and I just wanna I just wanna say, you know, it's not just. I mean, this is an amazing backpacking food. It is really not just for um, tomb fed people. It can be eaten very easily as a smoothie bowl or drink it as a shake, and it's very healthy, very nutritious. You're trying to get some more, you know, fruits and vegetables in, and some great protein. It's got 20 grams of protein per serving, so it's. Um, really a great product for the entire family yeah and you mentioned that i apologize yeah and and is that then can you kind of go through how to make it then uh, obviously is it just add water and it's sort of cold it's just add water <laughs> it's that simple it's so easy so yeah it's and you just do it to the consistency consistency you want i think people will want to play with it they'll want to try it kind of just a small amount of water have it thick kind of like a smoothie bowl you could add it to your oatmeal to have your fruits and vegetables in your oatmeal and just tastes like you're adding berries to your oatmeal. So it's really, it's perfect. Add oatmeal, add it to yogurt, um, drink it as a smoothie, you know, like as a shake with like milk or water. I just do, I just do water mostly, but, um, for those people that are wanting even more calories, um, it's amazing with milk. So, well, and for a healthy, Super easy. Yeah, and for a healthy choice too, because I know for me, um, I I don't always make the healthy choices when it comes to food, but I know when I'm backpacking, I'm always thinking I need something in the morning because I don't typically eat breakfast in a normal week. And yeah. but when you're hiking, you need something to kind of get you going. I think you know our bodies need that right. fuel, and this well, would be kind of perfect for a morning, just kind of quick shake and and get going. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I know, like for me, I kind of have blood sugar issues, so I can't. I could not eat like a bagel or something or, or just oatmeal and call it good. I need more protein than that. So for what, I, what I started doing is when we're out that little instant oatmeal pack, that's so lightweight and the kids love, I just add a bunch of this to that oatmeal and kind of eat it like that. And it's, um, it's been really great and I don't have my blood sugar issues. So it's been really nice. Oh, perfect. Well, I'm, I'm going to uh, really encourage people to go over there and check out your Instagram, wholestorymeals.com as well. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming on again to the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Thank you, Rudy, for having me. I really appreciate it. Love being on here. All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com slash cascadehikerpodcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, rudy at cascadehikerpodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at in underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine and sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong, could never be wrong, could never be wrong. See her laying down in the tall grass, playing mandolin. In-
in a white dress So come running when I hear that song It can never be wrong, it can never be wrong Where you wanna run, baby, I'll run too I would leave this world for a beautiful girl If I could just find